to entertain you, we'll sing your songs. Hey there, are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Watching Leprechaun 4. All right. Uh, I I would have done, I thought it was better without the all right. (laughs) Just just not rhyming at all. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because neither neither does Warwick Davis in this film. Dude, Warwick Davis gives it 110% in this film. But the, the screenwriter didn't? Yeah, no, the screenwriter didn't, but but Warwick Davis and Robert England, you guys can say whatever, but any role that they get, they treat it like it is the most important role of their life because it is. All <laughs> yeah. I remember, so I before we dive into this, I do want to make this reference because Brian, you're the one that introduced me to the show Life is Short. Oh man. Um starring Warwick Davis where he plays himself. Oh, life is short because he's a short person. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he has the one line where he's talking to kids about being an actor and he's like, you know me from Willow and everyone gives him a blank stare and he goes, you don't know Willow. Okay. Well, Willow was a movie that cost millions of dollars and we made a lot of that money back. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like that sums up most of work. Davis's career is like, we spent a lot of money and it made some of it back while we were doing it. God Um, bless Warwick. Leprechaun for... In space, picked by Brian. This is yeah. one of those movies that I made the um, <clears throat> questionable decision of watching it in a in a, such a way that Megan could see what was going on on the screen. <laughs> um, so this is the second time that we've ever done a Leprechaun movie on this podcast for the same reason that it's March and it's close to St. Patty's Day, and we're like, ah, oh, well, whatever, fuck it, we'll do a Leprechaun movie. Um, so I will say. 
because the previous one that we did, I believe, was Leprechaun Three, right? Yes, yes, yes. yeah, Leprechaun Three. Three. Which that's the one I in mean, Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. That's neither one of one. these is neither one of these is particularly good movies. This one's more absurd, but I think Leprechaun Three is a little bit more watchable. Yeah, <laughs> Leprechaun Three is fun. Yeah, Leprechaun Three is way more watchable, strictly due to the fact that the Leprechaun. First of all, it doesn't have insane power creep. And second of all, actually fucking rhymes all the time, which I think is very important for the character. Yeah, well, and I and... also feel like Leprechaun, if I recall, and I could be wrong, but up until this point, and I also think after this point, the Leprechaun's basically like Wishmaster. Like he like, you're like, oh, I want a pot of gold or like, oh, I want to have a perfect body. And then he like makes an awful version of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, but, like, this one he's just no killing sense. people. Yeah, and, and, and his power creep is insane. Yeah. But he doesn't even she doesn't even like him. He just wants he wants to and I don't think he likes her either because he calls her a bitch a bunch, which I don't know. Yeah. I mean that was just the go to word to describe any woman by a villain in like nineteen circa nineteen eighty two until two thousand until today, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's... The first three leprechauns are have such an endearing factor. And I was I haven't seen this one in in forever and i was hoping for the same endearing factor and it, and it lacks it and it's also the people that did the special effects i believe are the same people that made math blasters that used to play <laughs> in elementary school um yeah, yeah the movie. special effects are so fucking bad megan kept looking over and being like that's the worst thing i've ever seen it's, it's so well, bad it's, it's worse than they're trying they're trying so hard to do like this sci-fi star wars wannabe absurd bullshit but have none of the budget to back up any of the decisions that they threw into this movie so like you get the robo doctor and it just looks oh, like trash ridiculous. it just looks like a guy standing <laughs> he's behind the least terrible he's the like, least terrible straight up no i mean like yeah yeah it's not great but oh man there are so many worse things in this film well like that guy like the half head match his like persona like he has no. this like weird aggressive like uh juggernaut type face and then he just sounds like the psychiatrist and animaniacs <laughs> like it just doesn't match yeah. up at all i mean i think they were going for like evil german scientists they're going like, for dr evil yeah but yeah. they just didn't yeah, it doesn't work none of it works this movie I was so upset that there was no closed captions on my DVD. For so this you couldn't movie. watch it fast. Yeah. So I couldn't do it at 1.5 X. Cause I'm like, I don't want to sit here for 98 minutes. I don't. And it's, it's a <laughs> slow watch. It is such like a, nothing happens. There's, there's nothing titillating in any no. sense of the word. And in this people film. love this, but I feel like it's, it's gotta be an ironic love. Like it's gotta 100%. be like that. Like, oh, this is because they put the leprechaun in space and then everything goes into space from that point. Like, that's why I love this movie, because it's I think people need to rewatch it because they will realize that they were wrong about enjoying this film. Horror movies that take place in space are not good. Uh, Uh, Let me let me rephrase that. Horror movies that original doesn't take place in space, but like later sequels take place in space are not good i would say the only one that did it semi-successfully but again it ties to space creatures in the first place is i really in my later years have grown to love critters 4 when it used to be my least favorite one um but again the critters are space aliens so like it makes sense for that to eventually end up in space jason in space no no no, no. no, no. Jason's, 
you continually ruin his dude i'm double feature. just a f no 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 no. that's not my <laughs> double feature shut off oh, i mean it should be because <laughs> i but no i'm actually i just to spite you i'm going on our trello hellraiser bloodline it's all in fucking caps now it's all right to the top of the list just because you decided to disrespect sexy ladies in corsets this and what this are they doing was, in space Scott? Yeah. Dude, it doesn't matter you get you get two distinct con conceptual uh visions in hellraiser bloodline you get in space which is absurd and you get back when the puzzle box was made which is also absurd yeah, it's like, hey, you know what? We don't have an, we don't have enough film to shoot bo both of these movies that shouldn't be made. Let's just smash them together. You're gonna it's be gonna real be fucking embarrassed when you watch <laughs> Hellraiser Bloodline and you realize that I'm right. How long is Hellraiser Bloodline? Like eighty minutes. It's not that okay, long. Okay, this. Yeah, this was two hours. Um, <laughs> this is a long two hours too. Yeah. Oh, it's only ninety four minutes, no, but it feels it, like two hours. No, no, it was two hours because the only way that I was allowed to watch it was through Pluto TV, which offers like free movies and free channels, but with ads. Oh and it God. Was like, it was like, remember when we started watching Community or when you showed me Community and it was the same Chase commercial with the Footloose song where like <laughs> after like 10 minutes is always, now I got to cut back, do that, check back the brand new slacks. It wasn't a song, but it was the same commercial every 10 minutes. And like, they don't try they 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 don't they don't actually have someone watching it for commercials. So no. like it was cutting like mid sentence, <laughs> like they were just throwing ads in random places. It was it was a tough watch. That really sucks. Yeah, it was tough, but I didn't pay for it. So plus, well, you know, neither did I. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at uh, us. So so yeah. So I mean, there's not even a plot to really go over. There's I do have a couple quotes. Oh, wow. Um, I, I have notes for this. That I'm just like, I'm on Trello, not even looking at my notes. I don't well, know. No, no, no. I, I have notes. I only got like a page of notes, but like there's no plot. Like it's like there's a bunch of space mace, uh, mercenaries and then a leprechaun's loose. That's your plot. Oh, oh. Um, and Megan, so she looks over right when the guy with the, the half of a metal head comes in and she's like, is this making fun of Starship Trooper? I'm like, this came first. And she was like, no fucking way. This was 96. Starship Troopers was 97. Yep. Um, so one of the first quotes that I have written down is shake hands with the big guy, which <laughs> is just an awful thing to say to a human being. Yeah, <laughs> very... I have. Um, yeah. I, ha I have that, too. I don't remember. But that big guy explodes off screen implied implied big guy explosion um because he's talking about his dick everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want to yeah. clarify oh and i i have something that i want to preface this whole discussion with i mean i know that we're already what like <laughs> 10 minutes in but um this is the shittiest doom movie ever yeah. <laughs> there's one really redeeming scene uh, but it's not so much later in the episode, so I will wait. I wonder if it's the same thing that I hate it with a fiery passion. But um, I hope not. 
so yeah, the the leprechaun makes his his big appearance, bursting out of a dude's pants. Well, we yeah. see him beforehand. He's trying to woo this space princess by who is angry that her daddy is philanthropic and gives away all of their money, and so he's like, "I'll give you gold." And uh, that's not exactly how the powers work, but okay, I can let that slide a little bit. And then, uh, and Megan's like, "What the fuck is she wearing?" Because she, the 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 space princess's outfit is basically like Slave Leia, but with more face paint and shit tons of glitter. She looks like a glow wrestler throughout parts. Yeah, of but this movie. like not in the good way. No, like in the first season of Glow where they made their costumes on their own. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get to when the Leprechaun actually starts like wreaking havoc because. Oh, and you also movie- don't even get to see boobs when they're supposed to um, when they're supposed to be having sex. And then um, Leprechaun out of the dick trick happens. I mean, it gets me every time. Leprechaun out of the dick. Just never see it coming yeah nope. yeah apparently you don't see it coming because it destroys your penis and you die but also what i don't understand is did he need to get in that guy's dick to get on the uh on the ship or was that just because he's a creepy perv it's because nothing makes sense in this movie yeah that kind like, of shit bothers mom, me someone told me that the dude's dick blows up when I was a kid, like before I saw this movie, but I was aware of the other Leprechaun movies. Like, oh man, Leprechaun spit part four in space. Like a dude's dick explodes. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and like my theory based on what I had seen in all the other previous movies was like, okay, Leprechaun's hanging out with a dude and the dude's like, I want a bigger dick. And he's like, you got it. And then it just like explodes because that would make sense That's in a... the continuity oh, of the let's Leprechaun, make a new Leprechaun movie. Let's make a new <laughs> Leprechaun movie where he only rhymes and it's all about giving Somebody big dick. Uh, but that also happens in Leprechaun 3 when the woman wants bigger boobs and he gives them yeah. to her and then they explode. Yes, which is fine. It would be continuity. E- equal opportunity, uh, <laughs> giant body part explosions. That's what that's what my Leprechaun's about. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, then the Leprechaun just starts like, so all of these mercenaries are trying to kill Leprechaun. And I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I was like half awake watching this movie. So I may have missed some stuff. So were the guys but- that wrote the thing. Yeah. But there's a scene where they're like, where's so-and-so? I don't know. We'll say Jimmy. And then they look over, and there's just a skeleton covered in blood yeah. inside oh, of a hazmat oh, suit. Oh, it's because they, oh, they have yeah. this thing that's like the, they're, they have a space that's in the, the ship for no apparent reason that is filled with flesh-eating bacteria. <laughs> and they have to go in there to try and find the leprechaun. And leprechaun shoots the guy or something – I don't understand the power set of the leprechaun at all anymore because this movie makes no sense. But he he shoots the guy and they're like, we're going to get you out of there, Johnny. And they don't in time. And then he gets completely destroyed by the flesh eating bacteria. And it looks hilarious. It's so funny. I I laughed out loud when I saw them pan over to it because that's like. I could put that in my house at Halloween. (laughs) That is like 1950s horror sci-fi. It's, 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 uh, um, it's house on haunted hill. That's true. But at least house on the haunted hill comes full circle and was like, Oh yeah, no, that was a fake skeleton that I Vincent price made leprechaun. Spoiler. Oh yeah. Spoiler. Sorry guys. (laughs) 
Leprechaun 4 is like, no, that's really a skeleton. That's a human. Um, so here's the thing. I want to skip ahead because there's so much trash that doesn't need to be mentioned in this movie. But so they go, they finally meet Robo Doctor, and he's like, look, I had a contract with you, and that contract I can expand whenever I want, so I don't care if your contract's up in 24 hours. I will double your pay if you kill this leprechaun for me. Um, and then the leprechaun finds his way into the laboratory anyway by taking advantage of the Robo Doctor's horny assistant where Leprechaun poses as a girl naked and says, help me, they tore off all of my clothes. <laughs> and then the Leprechaun's voice comes out of this gorgeous woman. And it's awesome. And it's, it's upsetting. <laughs> no, I love it. Also, that woman, for some uh, indiscernible reason, had a no nudity clause. Because you don't... Uh, because if you're going to be naked, it better be for something... That's not Leprechaun Four in space. Yeah, I I call that having standards. Scott. <laughs> I think that not being in Leprechaun in space is where your standards. You gotta pay the bills, but you don't have to. You don't have to flash all the goods to pay the bills. That's not. Fair. I don't know, man. the The space princess flashes her goods, and they are not that good. I, I, yeah, I tried to avoid even notes about it because I was like, oh, hey, Brian, <laughs> what happened with that? Yeah, tell us about that. <laughs> so I missed that scene. And I uh, I was looking at my phone because the movie was a chore. And Jade was like, hmm, thought those boobs were better. And I was like, there were boobs? But I was trying to say it not so interested. Like, <laughs> oh, boobs. And then I was like, it looks like I have to rewind. And I said it like that to read her. And I read that she was not going to be happy if I rewound this movie. So I said, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I kick back and I relax in my chair and I slowly pull out my phone and I Google (laughs) leprechaun for boobs and it brings me to Pornhub and I silently watch the clip (laughs) while Jade is a stone's throw from me. Um, so, hey, the fact that someone uploaded that onto Pornhub. how, How ridiculously bottom of the barrel is that? Actually... Give me a second, because I um, realized that I didn't even read the comment section. Oh, man. Pornhub <laughs> comments is the best part of Reddit now. Yeah. I got to see. All right. Da, da, da. Rebecca Carlton tits. Zero comments. <laughs> what a letdown. Oh, Zero man. comments. So have you seen I, – I still haven't figured out if it's real. I kind of want to go try to track it down. But there's the guy who posted all the videos on Pornhub. And they all have like ninety nine percent freshness, but it's Wait, all just a freshness label. Like people can rate it, and you get like a score, like oh. a percentage or whatever. But all of him are like ninety nine percent or higher, and the videos are just called like me, your stepbrother, politely declining your advances. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like another one was called like me doing the dishes for you without you ever asking. <laughs> it's like, so it's, it's porn for women. I get it. Yeah, it's so funny. But like the fact that not only is it on Pornhub, but it's so well rated on Pornhub <laughs> just makes me so happy. <laughs> um, let's jump to what I think is in quotes the best part of this movie but like it's really just the most pile of shit yeah yeah it's the most interesting little break in reality the leprechaun gets into the lab and i wrote what is this looney tunes bullshit the pancake face kill yes that's the most (laughs) that was what i was talking about is the most redeeming scene in this movie 
Yeah, it's insane. It's insane that that because it doesn't fit anything else that's happened. <laughs> like if the rest, the if the rest of the movie clap back right there. Yeah, dude. If the rest of the movie was that, it would be a much more enjoyable movie. But it's just this one accidental thing that fell into the movie. But it's not accidental. Um, they spent so much time on that. Yeah, it I just, and it's great. Like, and then he makes that weird like scorpion, spider, spider and scorpion thing and then he just shoves this needle into the back of the dude's head and it somehow turns him into all of the fighters from arena at once <laughs> like that <laughs> like, it's and he when he gets up he screams i can walk but i literally thought he said i can fuck like i had to <laughs> oh, I, I had I to rewind fuck. it <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And then it breaks into a musical number. There is a drag show musical number in the middle of this yeah, movie. Yeah, and I fast forwarded through it because I couldn't handle it. Everything yeah. just falls apart. Like, there's this split second where you're like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe Leprechaun redeems itself. And then it's just like, nope, here's, yeah. gotcha, here's gotcha. And like, what was our obsession because this had to have been the same year as Lost in Space, which also has the villain turn into like a spider creature. Like, why was this such a popular motif in the '90s that space movies has, someone has to turn into a half spider scorpion? You thing? missed the most important spider transformation: Gremlins to the new batch. Well, yes. I mean, that's I mean that goes without saying. That's a masterpiece. <laughs> Everyone else is trying to match that, um, and then like. They shoot Warwick Davis with a growth ray. Oh my god, the giant leprechaun looks like shit. It's the worst green screening I've ever seen in my but, life. But he checks his hammer and he gets really <laughs> excited. That's another scene. But then they like they open up the escape hatch or whatever, and he gets sucked out. And Brian, you do a lot of editing for us. Uh-huh. There is I have all the confidence in the world that you could do the the visual effect of the leprechaun exploding <laughs> in space. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's just like, I don't know, just make them like bubble towards the screen a little bit and then we'll just insert an explosion over top of the video. I don't know how to do this. Dude, yeah. Star Wars, the first Star Wars came out in 77, right? Yeah. So when Alderaan gets blown up, it's so much better than when the leprechaun gets blown up. <laughs> So I've got two comments about this film because that's the end of the movie and they hug and and the token black guy's like, books, yeah, all right on. <laughs> so awful. Um, just, very, just very offensive. So what is with this podcast picking foot fetish movies? Because sick, sadistic, insane clown killer had the, oh, I can't wait to get you back to my truck. Um, and he's like, you wanted to suck your toes? And then this... You wanted to suck my fucking toes. <laughs> God damn it, Denise. Uh, uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is. I don't... I don't I'm not angry at you anymore about that about that pick. <laughs> I do appreciate it for what it what it is uh, in the in the scope before movie night, not not as a person. So that, and then um, we got this guy, this the the assistant scientist here. He's like check who looks like Scott Evil. 
I was gonna say, so not Scott Evil, but like every time that he was on the screen, I'm like, he looks like someone who should that I feel like I should know. He looks like he looks like Scott Evil in Austin Powers two. Is that the spy who shagged me? Yes. Yeah. When he's losing his hair. <laughs> I mean, he looks like that. He looks a little bit like Jim Carrey in um Batman Forever when he's got like the long red hair and the dorky glad like he just looks like a bunch of more famous things. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy's <laughs> not a good actor either. But he's like sucking on her toes when with the yeah. space princess's toes. And Megan's like, "What is this misogynistic shit?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And I started fast forwarding. <laughs> um, but the male gaze was just too much in that scene when the space princess was passed out. But the other thing, just throw something in another direction, Megan. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it only works for the dogs. Uh, just just give her a. a Kong filled with frozen peanut butter to keep her busy for 20 minutes. <laughs> I'll cut that for you, Scott. No, keep it. <laughs> anyway, the other thing that I have a question about that I don't know if you guys can answer for me, but since I was already at the point where I was so over this fucking movie, the biologist, the female protagonist who lives, you know, who has the no nudity clause, she loses her pants at some point. So she's walking around in her tank top and like, the high hip early 90s panties but i i don't know where her pants went <laughs> do you guys know I, where her pants went <laughs> does anybody know where her pants went <laughs> just, just put some like pictures of them and hang them around your town and maybe you can find them <laughs> has anybody seen my pants <laughs> um, yeah, no, I also zoned out through large portions of the movie. I, I had not zoned out. I was fast forwarding furiously just to get to the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bad one. But you know, you gotta learn sometimes. You gotta sit and watch trash. And Everybody be like, oh. hurts. As as Jim Kelly says, every time we go to a restaurant, that's food is subpar. <laughs> well, now we know. <laughs> He does. That is his quote every time. He is so optimistic when it, he's pessimistic in everything Except else. Except for food. But when it comes to food, if we go to a shitty restaurant, he's like, "Well, you know, now we know, and we yeah. just won't go back again." I feel like he's he's like the George W. Bush of 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 restaurateurs. He's like, "Got a got a saying. It goes, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, can't get fooled again.'" <laughs> That's Jim Kelly. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! (laughs) 
Uh, love it. So let's um, do our, let's just pass along anything else that we missed and go right to our uh, double feet. Double features. Miguel so, A. Nunez Jr. was in Scooby-Doo oh, with Linda Cardellini, who was in The Founder with Michael Keaton, who was in Beetlejuice. All right. So uh, as is, I guess, become the custom on the show, Brian, you picked this piece of trash. So what was your double feature? Be? <laughs> <laughs> so I can't think of the name, but I know what it is. So give me a second. All right, um, then. It is starring. And if you guys want to interrupt me and tell me what it is, um, it is starring Ice Cube and it is in space <laughs> and it is a bad movie. Uh Fuck. Friday in I, space? No, 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 no. Man, I would watch that. <laughs> Ghosts of Mars. Oh, Ghosts oh, of Mars. Yeah. Someone paid Stephen Bay. Stephen Bay, where are you, buddy? Yes. A terrible, he terrible He loves movie. and hates that movie. With right. special effects that should be better for the time period. Yeah. It's a piece yes, of shit. Like yeah. Isn't that John Carpenter's Ghosts of it's Mars? John Carpenter. Yeah, John Carpenter. He throws his name on everything, so it's not just Ghosts of Mars. It's John Carpenter's Ghosts yeah. of Mars. Yeah. And it's not even like a produce. It is a written and directed by John Carpenter movie. Oh no, this was. Listen, my friend once said a thing, and I stand by it. He goes, "I will always respect John Carpenter because John Carpenter just makes movies for John Carpenter, and sometimes." It's very true. Sometimes they work for the rest of the world, and other times they don't. But it never stops him from just doing what he wants to do. Well, but I feel like he got money. pigeonholed. Yeah, <laughs> he never wanted to make a horror movie. Yeah, he never wanted to. The, the closest thing to a horror they made him make Halloween, and the only reason he made Halloween is because the only thing he ever wanted to do was remake the fucking Alien movie that he got to remake. Oh, the the thing. Um, no, um, no, the fucking it was a 1950s one. Village of the Damned got. No, it's got what? the teacher from. Uh, didn't he remake the one with the the teacher from Animal House? Are you talking what about Invaders from Mars? Invasion, invasion that's Toby Hooper. Yeah. Well, uh, no, he did not. He did not do the invasion of the Body Snatchers movie. Oh, maybe, he did the thing. He did the thing. Maybe the thing and, is what he wanted to remake. Yeah, because it was the thing from another world, which appears in, in all of Halloween. his movies. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, that's gotcha, gotcha, not gotcha, all of them. Right. Halloween two, or I'm sorry, Halloween three, season of the witch features. Halloween one, the Halloween classic. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right. So, Scott, do you want to – because I have a feeling you and I might have the same thing, but I You're might be wrong. You're going to be absolutely wrong. Uh, well, I, I'm kind of torn here because, one, I would want to have a really good movie after this. So I'm thinking Aliens. Okay. Oh, aliens. That is a really oh, good fucking, pick because it, it's very – yeah, it's very stylistically the same, too, in the sense of, like, mercenaries on a ship and things are going... Yeah, it's a good call. It's a good call. Um, you kind of already spoiled mine, Starship but I guess Trooper. more so... Yeah, Megan spoiled mine because Starship Troopers. I think that I, Starship Troopers is a better fit for Leprechaun 4 because they're, they came one year after another, and they're both not taking themselves super seriously. So that's why I'm saying Aliens is like a really good movie and I almost don't want to have it as my double feature because do you really want to mess with the tone of the night that much? I mean, I think you do because Leprechaun 4 is so bad. Yeah, no, you, I mean, I think that, I think that after watching Leprechaun 4, you might be needing a very dramatic shift in tone. <laughs> Not me, baby. Not me. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so that was Leprechaun from 19, uh, Leprechaun 4. I won't sully the classic. Yeah, yeah, uh, Leprechaun 4 in space from 1996 as picked by Brian. So thanks for that. I yes. <laughs> you didn't pick Laser Blaster for your double feature? I was no, shocked. no. Uh, so we will be back next week with a movie that we can say is just on the fringes of being a horror movie. Um, yeah, sorry guys. But it's, <laughs> but it's got exorcisms in it, so that's a good thing. So tune in next week to find out what our exorcism but not a horror movie movie is. Um, crack open a can of V8 and join us. Uh, but in the meantime, you can go and you can rate and review and subscribe on all of the different podcasting formats, and we would love you for that. You can hit up the Patreon. We probably at this point are just about to drop our Patreon episode on Cobra, the Sylvester Stallone Gore Fest. And and if you're listening to this episode, the day that it came out, we are in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. As we speak, you should be in Cherry Hill as well. Come and hang out with us. Go and buy a bunch of stuff. We have our brand new shirt. We have our brand new enamel pins. We got some cool shit at the booth, and you should be at the booth with us. So don't waste any more time. If you live near New Jersey, you should be in New Jersey hanging out with us. We'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. you a fan of young adult novels have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels then join author eric j brown and Alyssa lube of netflix's the circle every other tuesday on yaok available on all podcasting apps Woo! you're listening to the geekscape network